Today is September 23rd, and the Yankees have taken two games out of three from the Baltimore Orioles. There was a walk-off. There was a wild-card spot clinch party. There was an injury. There was a stupid loss. There was frustration, happiness, weirdness, confusion, frustration, confusion, and frustration, and frustration, and confusion. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old drum boy, drum boy Jake. Recaps galore, weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. What's up, everyone? Thank you for joining and listening to Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from the Jersey Shore, and I have my co-host Jake, not Jacob. That's not his birth name. It's just Jake. Don't call him Jacob. It's Jake. And he's fr- coming to us from Plantsville again? Uh, Southington, man. I wasn't going to say Plantsville because I don't want anyone to murder me. But yeah, okay. We already did the whole Plantsville thing last week, so they know. No idea what you're talking about. How are you, Jake? I'm doing well, man. Another crazy weekend. Wedding. Going away party. Yankees made the playoffs. Tiger just won. Giants just won. Some crazy upsets in football. But we're going to talk Yanks. We're hitting a good spot in the sports season. And weather. And weather. And the Uh, best month of the year. We have a lot of Yankees to talk about. A lot of Yankees to talk about. We got to flush a lot of stuff out. But first, I want to let everyone know that this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Fergus Bauman. Fergus. What do you think he goes by? Ferg? Or guess? F E R G U S. Yeah. I'd go by whatever people called me, but. Fergie. Fergie? That kind Fergie. of guy, Bruin. Ferg. Ferg. That's funny. Also, Rafael Hernandez and Angel del Rosario, the third. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. They're helping support the show to keep it going. We appreciate them very much. Because they support us, they get early access to the podcast, usually the day of the last game. They get to watch the video. Jake's wearing a jersey from Affordable Jerseys right now. I'm wearing what I usually wear. And they get to have their name in a raffle for an affordable jersey at the end of each month, which we're actually surprisingly coming up on in seven days. We'll raffle off another jersey. So if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash talking yanks. Thank you very much. All right, Yanks. State of the Union. If you're a new listener, we're going to go State of the Union. We're going to go Jakey's Burns. We're going to go Awards. We're going to go Series Simulator. But I think State of the Union has been the big, big thing lately because it's confusing, Jake. I'm so confused. Yeah, I think it's the same concept, but there's there's a lot of little twists now. Yeah, they clinched, and they had the party. Uh, do you have any problem with them having a little champagne celebration? No. I mean, you've, you've said this. I think you've said this correctly from what I have of your opinion, but... You've got some young guys that have never done this before. You got two guys that might win that are <laughs> a couple of the best rookies to do it 
they deserve a celebration for making the playoffs. You have a rookie manager. Baseball's just not an assumed sport. Like if you have a LeBron on your team in the NBA, you're gonna make you're gonna make the playoffs. Baseball doesn't work like that. Look at look at the Washington Nationals. They <laughs> a couple years ago they stopped Strasburg season early because they were like, oh, we've got a dynasty foreign. Now the whole thing is in flux. They're not gonna make the playoffs this year. And I mean that's baseball a little bit, Susan. So yeah, the you've made the playoffs. Nothing nothing was in stone. And enjoy it a little bit, but know that you have bigger goals. Know that you have bigger goals. And that's what the whole thing was. And then I think Sterling said it on the radio. Like, it was for the rookies. It was for Stanton. Because imagine if they don't celebrate making the wild card and they lose that one game. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, like there's a lot of like hard takes. Like, oh, celebrate something worth matters. I thought they did it really well. They popped champagne. They only used half of the clubhouse. They popped champagne. There was like five minutes, and then it was over. And it really was for like the younger guys. And Didi said, you know, you want to see him celebrate it. You want them to know that, you know, this is worth something. It's not like we just play the season, and then we just go home, and, you know, the game is the game. And then, oh, we're trying to achieve something. We're trying to celebrate. Every team that's won the wild card has won it. Now, I will say, in my point of view my opinion is i really want to clinch home field but it doesn't seem like they want it which is what all this confusion of how to root and and feel for the team right now is now they'll give you the runaround because i've heard boone say we're gonna put the pedal down which is a a clear-cut lie pedal hasn't been down for 60 days we're gonna put the pedal down he said that and and get home field that's a lie and then or whatever it's 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 eyewash as David Cohn would say, but he also David or also Boone said you know we 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 have to win anywhere and we can win anywhere, so if we have to go to Oakland to win, we'll go to Oakland and win, which is a great point of view to have, but I I don't understand why we can't say but we want to win here and we're gonna give our fans a game, you know like they they won't say that. And it's really frustrating because I want them to say that and I want them to actually put the metal pedal down and I want them to get home field, but they don't seem to care. You put yourself in a corner for no reason if you say that and you don't get it, though. The the A's are hot. If you say, yeah, we're the rest of this year we're gunning for home field and then you don't get it, then you kind of look like fucking idiots. I understand. And that's a hard F early. <laughs> I understand that. And that's why it's so confusing because – Game three, and we'll get to in-game decisions and that as we go. But, you know, they, they didn't have the bullpen. The bullpen got taxed two games in a row. They used all the A-plus guys. So, two games and an extra inning game. And an extra inning. So, oh, yeah, I fully understand that we didn't have our A bullpen in this third game. So that's where I agree with them. Like, okay, get everyone in order so in a week when we play that wild card game, we're ready for that wild card game. If you need to schedule out starts so everyone's exactly where you want them to be, I'm fine with that. So their their philosophy is that they would rather have all their guys prepared properly to play in a game anywhere than to have all their guys maybe not 100% right to play a game at home. Like they would rather everyone be 100% anywhere than 80% at home. You know, if, if that, if that, to quantify it kind of, to make it make sense. 
And I and I don't know if I agree. But who knows? Yeah, man, it's kind of moot. They're they're going to try to win the games. They're not going to overextend themselves. They're not going to pitch a reliever three days in a row. They did not try to win game three of the series. I mean, what would you have done? I would not have put A.J. Cole into a game. So I, w- I had this written down. I like to write down, like, thoughts throughout the sure. series. And I wrote down, like, we need to talk about Cole after game one. And then I, but I said, mm, that probably won't be a problem because there's only nine games left. They probably have learned their lesson. No, they went right back to the same well. How are you going to let the, the worst player on the roster damn you over and over and over again? Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, blah, blah, blah. Fool me 10th time. This is the 10th time out of his last 14 appearances that he's just completely sucked. How are you going to do that? I would have rather seen Sessa, who came in later and did better. I would have rather seen Tarpley, who has zero earned runs in his last four innings. I would have rather seen Sonny, who we now know didn't come in because he's going to start in Tampa Bay one of the games. I would have rather seen Lasagna slightly. He hasn't been good, but everyone's been better than Cole. So to get beat by the same guy, I mean, that's not putting your best foot forward, putting the pedal on the metal at all. There's so I mean, many other we, guys. Aren't we aren't we aren't we splitting hairs a little bit when we say Sessa, Tarpley, and I mean Sonny not even being an option? If if Sessa and Tarpley get hit, are we really saying something that much different? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Have you seen AJ Cole's numbers? Yeah, man. He's been getting roughed up. In his last fifty eight batters, he's given up twenty one runs. Not good. It's not roughed up. It's not like in it's not like if Cole comes into a game, he's going to give up runs for the last two weeks. It's a given. It's a foregone conclusion. The fact that his even that the fact that they allow him to stretch in the bullpen is stupid. They don't have to cut him because it's September. He should not touch the ball. And I and I'm not one to be like an explosive guy, but it's very clear. AJ Cole should not touch the mound for the Yankees. He shouldn't have touched it game three. He shouldn't have touched it game one. If you want to go with the devil you don't know with some young guys, do it. But to put Cole in at this point is to legitimately say, I do not care about this game. Right, but I mean, that's... And and let me preface it with, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're right. But that's also not the sports mentality. AJ Cole had a really good stretch for us for a while. And, you know, they go back to every video session and every bullpen session and they say, oh, you got to go back to this and you got to get back to that. And he's he's a guy who, again, this used to be a good thing when he was pitching good. He used to be a big prospect. He has arm talent. He has ability. So they're they're trying to see if they can summon that in some way. But, yeah, I mean, that's. They used the good guys in the bullpen two days in a row. This game wasn't that important. Again, I, what you're saying is right. It, you'd, it's crazy that you'd prefer Sessa over anyone from where we were earlier in the season. But Cole, Cole's been worse than Clippard when Clippard was bad. Cole's yeah. been the worst pitcher I've seen that gets the ball regularly in my stretch of watching baseball. And ain't that it. In his last so. 15 innings... He's allowed 23 hits, 18 runs, nine walks, and six home runs. It's bad. I mean, people are trying to tell me they're all bad. 
they're not that bad. <laughs> that is that is so bad. It's like comparing like one human shit to an outhouse of 100 years of human shit. Like I'll take the one lock over that. I mean just think about some of the stuff you've said about Sessa in the past. It's I I think we're closer to splitting hairs than this being an actual thing. I think mentality-wise to the guys on the team, like we said this with Herman when they pulled the plug and Sonny when they pulled the plug and Clippard last year before they pulled the plug. You can't keep doing that for the guys. Like you can Dude, I again it's Tarpley and Sessa. It's Tarpley well, you and also Sessa. Had, you also had Canely before Cole. Right. You he had pitched yesterday. You you could like you, you said the goal is for the end of the year. I would have done Sheffield over Cole. Give me the devil. I don't know. I would have done Chance Adams over Cole because at least then I don't know I'm getting runs. As soon as Cole came into the game today, every single fan knew they were getting runs and they got three real quick before. Yeah, the, I mean, before I, they got an out. I I like I like you saying Sheffield or Chance Adams there because at least we've. There's there's still more to be written about their books, and there's a chance you get something okay there. But again, Sheffield, they pro they have a very finite plan for it. They probably know when Justice Sheffield is pitching the rest of this year. Well, that's, chance, but that's part I of think the there's wiggle room there. I know, and that's I mean that's but that's going back to everything else we've complained about. Um, and, and then and then like there'll be a whole contingent of people that are like well the offense was the real problem and you're right the offense was the real problem they scored three runs in the first inning and then it completely let up like they did against toronto two series they ago did that in game two yeah they just get complacent and the team just never puts the pedal to the metal like it just never ever is like cutthroat and but we're gonna but but we're all just wait till these playoffs that's the thing we all wait to the playoffs and they're gonna get cutthroat on us and it's like it's confusing man because if they go, if they win that wild card game and then they give themselves a run, which I think they can, like, I think that they choose to punt these games. And in games when they, cho- in games when they aren't choosing to lay up or they're not forced to lay up because of s- circumstances, that, like, when the good bullpen's out there, they do good. The bullpen did fantastic game two. So that's why I still have faith in a playoff series. Yeah, and you you, sh- you should. You absolutely should. The Red Sox don't want to see that. That's not a cocky thing. That's not wanting to see your rivals after you've had a crazy season where you could blow it in five games. That's just being honest. We use the good guys in the pen. Our options were there. I don't love the Cole answer, but again, it comes back to the big picture of they want everyone right for game 163 this year. So they're not going to pitch anyone on three days. I, but you know, but you can make arguments for anyone. Make it. I know, but when it comes down to it, the real options because I'm going to write justice off because they have a firm plan for him and they're not going to shake that. So it's Chance Adams, <laughs> it's uh, who's Tarpley and Sessa, and, and I mean Canely after a day where again he hasn't been Tommy Canely this year. We were complaining about him a couple. He hasn't been ago. AJ Cole. I know, I know, but that's how many outs I, did Cole get this this series, Jake? Do you know? I don't, Against I don't the fifty four win Baltimore Orioles, how many outs did AJ Cole get? Fifty four win. I think I think you're giving them extra wins. <laughs> um, I don't know how many. Forty five win Orioles. He AJ Cole recorded one out. Guess Not how good. many? Guess how many runs he gave up? 
How many runs he give up? He gave up six runs. Guess how many hits? Five. One out. Six runs. Why let that happen? Why let that even be a situation that can happen? Don't bring Cole into games. Get beat by someone who hasn't beat you over and over again. You're just an idiot. Yeah. I I mean, Cole's, Cole's good stretch this year has been better than any of those other guys' stretches minus Canely. Yes, but they but so Cole, they, they, Cole also but has a longer for that. Cole has a longer history of being garbage. He has two months as of a his, starter. As a starter. Yeah, whatever. He's he should not it's, I I mean he should it's, not it's get not the ball ideal. Again. I and I'm fine with that. I'm more than fine with that, but I I don't think we can get hung up on this for 5 minutes like we have. <laughs> if 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 we lock up home field advantage and there's a game left, they should just throw Cole's arm out. Scott Proctor him. Oh, I think I think you're going to see that. No, I mean like Cole, Cole goes nine innings. Like you're going to see that. If we, Like the, the last game when things are decided, it's going to be Chance Adams, Cole, Toe might get on the mound. They it's, are going to be ugly. If the home field advantage gets decided and the Yankees have it and it doesn't come down to game 162, Boone is going to have a field day with punt day. He's like, mm-hmm, yeah, or or it's or it's just gonna look like half the games this year. Yeah, right. All right, let's go into Burns. We'll do game one, and then we'll move on to awards. Are we gonna do the whole Didi thing? I think that's a pre-show thing. Didi news took my breath away in in the worst way, like just such a gut shot. Um, and it looks really bad. I I mean, it it looks um. If you if you can read into Boone's demeanor, if you're not positive on what happened to Didi, while sliding home to get the go-ahead run uh, in game two, he tore some cartilage in his wrist. He didn't play game three. He got an MRI. A tear is there, and they gave him a cortisone shot. And if the cortisone shot takes and he reacts positively, then he can play through the pain. If it doesn't, then then uh, he is out for the season. Um, which Boone said, if you are read into body language and tone and demeanor, Boone thinks he's going to be out for the season. I mean, I think it's you, it's prepare for the worst, hope at the best. Um, as we, we just saw a wrist in injury with Judge. And I mean, it sucks. I, my, my first reaction to you was, and I know somebody's got the actual stat out there, and actually, I guess it's skewed with Luke Voigt now. But we've we've had our our full game plan lineup for what five games this year. I mean, it's it's with Gary's injury, Didi's injury. If if you want to factor in Greg Bird just not being good, Judge's injury, that's brutal. But Jim, I have some good news. What's that? Well, let's let's start with Disco Neal. Are you going to say, like, they're fine without Didi? Because they're not. I'm not saying fine, Jim. Any team losing one of their best players, it is what it is. But, I mean, let's, uh, let's, let's be honest with it. If Didi's done, the Yankees aren't dead. Neil Walker has been a, a good player this second half. I think anyone can say that. He can fill in at second base. You move Glaber to short. Or, against lefties, Jim... 
the Adani Echeverria signing may turn into a really big thing for this team. Against lefties, Adani Echeverria on the season is hitting 342 with an 802 OPS. So then you keep Glaber at second, you have Adani at short, who can probably pick it better than Didi, and he's hitting lefties well. This doesn't this doesn't mean they're dead in the water. Didi has a lot of heart, and he's a huge part of this team. But honestly, Echeverria, Neil Walker, and Glaber, you can piece together lineups that that's not the reason you lose games. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate you you'd being optimistic. But if Didi's out, that's a huge, huge, huge blow. CC said it on R2C2 that once they lost Didi, they felt like the whole room got different. Uh, if, and um, it says like six weeks out if you have the surgery. If you don't have the surgery and you like rehab it, it says six weeks out. Those are the two timetables for the injury. Clearly, we don't have six weeks. We'll see how Didi says. They say, you know, some guys can play through it with pain. Uh, if Didi's out, I think that's uh, very, very bad news. I'm okay. Yeah. It good. sucks, but you could see some some cash god stuff come out with Echeverria and, of course, your boy, Disco Neal. Yeah. All right, let's burn game one, go into the series that was. Are you ready? The series that was. Are you ready? Um, one second. Two one second. Okay, let's do it. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Beautiful Friday night in the Bronx. The final homestand of the season. The big man, CC Sabathia, trying to get it back on track against your boy Jeffrey Ramirez for the Orioles, who after this game would be 1-7 on the season. Good news, CC looked good. CC's final line, six innings pitch, two earned run, five Ks. Okay, we like that, especially from the last game. Let's dive in a little more. First inning, Sir Didi Gregorius. Hey, we just talked about that guy. Yabo to right. Two-nothing Yanks. Glaber Torres, RBI single. Romine, RBI ground out. Hixie, holy Toledo, what a bullet. Six nothing Yanks after four, what a snorer, right, Jim? Ooh. Jones singles to left, two RBI, six two, okay, don't care. Wins homer, six three, starting to care, starting to care. Villar RBI single, it's six to four, middle seven. Guys, guys, guys! McCutcheon, RBI single. Luke Voigt, two RBI single. Is he going to stop? Hope not. It's all right. It's 9-4 now. Now this game's under wrap. Ew, D-Rubbed. <laughs> Come on, fella. Nunez, two-run homer to right. Stewart, who are you? Another two-run homer. It's a 9-8 game middle, midway through the eighth. Judge gets an RBI double for the insurance run. Your final is 10-8. Scary game in Yankee land. Sabathia to Luizaga to Britain to Tarpley to Cole to Robertson to Patrances. Yanks win 10-8. It was a Jekyll and Hyde game, I said in my post game. The offense was so good. So good. We had our good lineup out, right? Like we had our, yep. our fuck you lineup out. And then Boone just, just not just. Uh, there was no Gary in that game, but no, yeah. But everything else. But I mean, lasagna when it's a four run game. And then, uh, then you go to Britain to get out of the lasagna mess. You go to Britain. Well, no, la- la- lasagna was a six-run game. No, it was, it was uh, no, it was four to four to 
It was four run game when Lasagna came in. Okay. Then he then he gave in up two runs. Okay. Um, then you go to Britain. So you already got the good guys out. You know the good guys out of the bullpen. Then you bring in Tarpley for the lefty. He does his job. Then Cole comes in, uh, instant three runs, gets one out. And then uh, Robertson and Batances, you have to use them anyway. So it's like, what are we doing right. here? What are we doing? You're starting to come around on Tarpley, huh? You like him. He, he had a really rough debut, but he's, he's in, a, in the after his debut, he's gotten four innings. He got 5K, zero runs. I trust him over Cole. Just takes it just takes him a little while to figure out each league. Yeah. I still love that quote. Um so Jim, here's here's the thing. I was in and out on this game, rehearsal dinner, and you know, I saw Twitter blowing up. And I don't think you're allowed to do what you're about to do though. Oh well, okay, mind reader, what am I about to do? To say like everyone was blowing up for like the not a bad reason in the end. The good players did good. We scored. We won. Why was everyone freaking out? Because like you no, can't I say mean, that I, after the fact. I don't. Was that what you were about to do? I mean, partially, partially. Uh, when you when you deliver an argument poorly, it sounds like that. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. Luizaga got touched up. Cole got touched up, which we we've already covered that. Outside of that, Robertson gave up the yabo. I mean. And what was what was Boone trying to do? Save the bullpen so when Sunday came around, we had some of those guys to use, and the other guys couldn't get the job done. So it's just you just I don't can't know. you can't be like I didn't watch this game, but it looks like they won. Why are you guys but so no, upset? I, that's 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 what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. And I asked the people of Twitter, and they said the opposite of what you're saying. They're like, Yeah, we got the win. It sucks that those guys got touched up, but they were the players put in that position. Yeah, they just shouldn't be put in that position anymore. Like, like if the offense, the but that's, offense, that's how you find yourself like today. That's the whole argument we started the show with. If Luizaga did his job, if AJ Cole did anything slightly better than his job, then we weren't, we'd be sitting here today saying, wow, you know what? Robertson held the game. The Yankees came back to win and we swept the O's, but those guys didn't do their job on Friday night. I know you can't do full foresight like that, but that was the goal. We used them anyway. When you bring in Cole, you have to use the other guys anyway. So you're basically saying, here's some runs, and now let's use our good guys that we didn't want to use. Cole is well, not, guaranteed not with runs. I'm, I'm okay. We, we're done with Cole. No more AJ Cole. We get it. He sucks. Well, that's he your sucks. argument. You're like, why did you feel bad? Because Cole keeps no, putting Luizaga, in the worst No, Tarpley. These, I mean, these are guys we tried to use and we could have used more of. Yeah, Tarpley did good. Lasagna did bad. If Luizaga does his job... Yeah, but I'd, but it's a four run game, so you have you have the good pen. It's the seventh inning of a four run game. But so we're I mean we're saying the same thing here. So you use those guys. You tried not to. You end up using them. You he get didn't the win. Try you move to. on. Lasagna was the first out of the bullpen in the seventh inning of a four run game. He did. That's exactly what I'm saying. He's trying to not use the good guys to save them in four run games. I want to use the good guys. In the seventh inning okay. of four run games, you ended up using Britain, Robertson, Batances anyway. We used three of the good guys. There was only three innings left. They were all available. So use the good guys those three innings in a four run game. 
But it's six one way, half dozen the other. I I just I don't really see it. <laughs> I mean, we have guys that are really bad, and we have guys that are really good. And the wild card home field advantage is a one and a half game lead. So use the good guys. And we did. After using the bad guys. Right, to try to save the bullpen. <laughs> yeah, which is the bad thing. <laughs> no, man. We needed them today. That's the whole point. <laughs> yes, but but when they're available, use them. The whole This whole season has been resting guys, and then when the, the time comes, now we don't have them. Well, we didn't have them today because we had to use them. I mean, we're saying the same thing. This isn't going anywhere. Yeah, I just don't know why you're defending it when you've been on the other side all season. Because it, we saw it literally today. How nice would it have been to use Robertson instead of A.J. Cole today? They could have. I wanted him to. D-Rob was available. Chad was available for one. Tarpley was available for one. He could have done it today fine with what he had. He had Chad for an inning. He had D-Rob for an inning. He needed to get four innings. You can go Chad for one. You can go D-Rob one. Hopefully the Yankees tack on more runs so it's not just a two-run game by the eighth and ninth. If it is, then hey, then let's go get put Sess out there for one, Canely or Tarpley. But instead he went to Cole. Like he- All right, well, I, I'm fully on board with you and A.J. Cole, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying he could have he used the good relievers Every single game this series. Right. And I, I think uh, Sterling said it best. I mean, like our bullpen right now, you have <laughs> the clear good guys <laughs> and you have like the clear not good guys. And there's almost there's no tweeners right now. Who's the only tweener? Canely, maybe? Canely. Like we still hope he's good. Yeah. I'm saying so. I'm saying like you're saying game three, we didn't have our good guys. So they had to. And that was like. That's that is the reason why saving them earlier made sense. But we we Hap went five innings, and you could have stretched Hap an inning if you needed to. But I'm fine with not. So you had four innings in a two run game, and you have Chad for one and D Rob for one. So put those guys out in the sixth and the seventh, and maintain the lead. Hopefully the offense can throw you some more runs, so you have a bigger wiggle. If not, then get to the eighth and the ninth. With piece it together with Tarpley for the lefty, Canely for the righty, Sessa for one inning. I mean, there's just there was much better ways to handle a bullpen than how Boone continues to handle the bullpen. And I love I love that for Sunday. I love everything you just said for Sunday. Friday minus Cole. I I mean, I'm all right with it. So they, if there's so if there's a, so if there's a, if 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 we're tied with if we're like a game out with the A's, A's again this Tampa series and we have a four run lead and he runs Johnny lasagna out with fresh guys behind him. You're fine with that. Cause that's what he did uh, to a degree. I'm not to a degree. Dude. Use the good bullpen guys. Hopefully we don't have to, but yes, he could have done all three of these games without using the secondary bullpen guys. Kind of. Yes. No, I mean, he could have because Johnny lasagna Cole they had three appearances between the three of them. They got two outs. So you're using the good guys anyway because those guys can only get two outs of a combined three outings. Right, but they want to get outs from those guys. But they can't. I, 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 they I get can't. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's just like indefensible. I, don't, I can't. I, 
you just can't throw those guys out in close games. I'm fine with Cole. Then Johnny Lasagna in seventh inning of a four-run game. Lock it up. Lock up the, the win. Need wins. You're playing, the, you're playing the worst team in the league. You got the, you got the game to 9-4. I, I know. I know. But yeah, Bull- then here, here we are today because they are just building for the wild card. You, the foot on the gas stuff is BS. We all know it. I know. All right. Well, let's burn game two. Burn game two. Which was an exciting one. Shouldn't have been, Yay. but it was. And I'll take it. <laughs> On your mark. Get set. Burn. Lance will make him dance. Lance will make him dance. Lance Lynn on the hill for Los Yankees against old David Hess. Never heard of you, bud. Yankees started off early. Let's jump to the second, Jim. Hixie. Holy smokes. What a series, bud. Eat bullets, Jake. Home run to right. Luke Voigt. He doesn't stop. I love it. You're not Shane Spencer. He's Babe Ruth. 2 nothing Yankees. In the third, Cedric the Entertainer. Cedric Mullins safe at second on the throwing error by Gary. <laughs> what a play, though. Lance Lynn with the pick at the plate to save another run. Orioles are on the board. They tie it up in the fifth. That Stewart guy can get out of here, dude. Jimmy. Bonos Gantos in the Bronx. We go to the 11th. This Hicks, this Hicks. A dribbler, Didi called it into left field. Ball bounces around the corner. Didi's rounding third. Here he comes. Play at the plate. Save! Yankees win, and they clinch a playoff berth. We're half excited. <laughs> Yankees win 3-2. to two. The Yankees in the bullpen, which has been a big discussion. Lynn to Green to Chapman. Batances Holder. Canely. Check that out. Our, our six-plus bullpen guys, they pitch six shutout innings. We should have just used them in all three games. <laughs> hey! Sounds good. That's what I've been saying. Then uh, they get hurt and we're screaming about it. They didn't get hurt. You could have done it without anyone getting hurt or going three games in a row. You don't know that. Could have. I just laid it out for you. This game, this Hicks, this Hicks, it's like I'm going to be excited about a walk-off. going to be excited about, hey, we got the wild card. Like you said, baseball is a, a an unassumed sport. You cannot... Just take that shit for granted. You can't play. Hell, you, hell you can't assume the double play. <laughs> yeah, that happened with the A's Twins game. They've they've uh, they've botched two double plays already. Anyway, so but like it was kind of more frustrating than exciting. But at the end, it's exciting. They win. They walk off. They clinch. Have some party. We get some good stories. We get the champagne. All blah blah blah. Like, come on, score some runs here, guys. Score some runs. Some good gifts. Real, yeah, real good gifts. I made a shirt. Rookies of the year shirt. Torres and Andy Hart popping bottles. TalkingYanks.com. Go grab that. Bullpen looked good, man. Bullpen looked really good. Chad Green came in. One hit, zero runs. And you got Chapman came in in the seventh, which seemed like an on-paper move. But two strikeouts. He looked good, which is huge for us. That's really big. Batances strikes out the side. Britton comes in, gives up one hit, um, which was really stupid pitch selection on the hit. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, he had his like power sinker working fantastically, and he mm. had, he had a guy o two, and he went to just like a fastball, and the dude just kind of threw his bat out there and poked it to pass the shift. It's like, dude, throw the power sinker because that's an incredible pitch. Yo, power sinker, second best pitch on the team, behind Batanza's curve. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I would I would I wouldn't be so quick. 
to go Batances over Britain. I think oddly enough that from what we've seen, Batances has more control of his curve than Britain does his power sinker. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's been kind of funny this year because we we saw it last year and it was detrimental for Dellen. Like if he'd lose his fastball, he could kind of find the curveball. This year, if he doesn't fully have the fastball, he could throw the curveball and still throw it like really good. Yeah. <laughs> like no chance good. Yeah. And then Kane Holder gets into trouble, loads the bases. I uh, mean, gets Luke Voigt. Yeah. And Luke Voigt with a nice pick at first. Holder gets out of it at that point. You're like, okay, well, let's just win this because we're out of pitchers. Canely comes in and he throws a nice inning, but he's hitting like 92 on the gun, which is not what you want to see from Canely. I don't think Canely's on his change up. I wouldn't be surprised if Canely's on a playoff roster. Yeah. Are we going to do an ep on that? I saw some people talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Once it's, once, once it's all done, we'll do, we'll do lineups and rosters all right. and all that talk. I like that. Walk-offs are fun, though. It's like our eighth walk-off. This magic moment. Fucking Instagram blocked that song like a bunch of jerks. Jerks. Wins a win. Clinches a clinch in the postseason. So, it's got to win that wild card. It's got to win that wild card. It's like crazy. The wild card is so uh, emotionally manipulating. Yeah. Really is. All right, let's Britain just... scoreless this month. Yeah, he's looked good. Let's... uh. Let's move on to game three, and then we'll do awards. Game three. Are you ready? Not as fun. For like a second, it was fun. For a second, for a quick minute. Yeah. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Yankees. <laughs> Yankees bring their brooms. Trump going for the sweep against those frisky Oreos. J-Hap versus Alex Cobb. couple lame guys. <laughs> Alex Cobb with the start of the year gets to a 2-2 count and then yanks himself for a blister, which he missed his last start for. Come on, dude. Be a little better than that. Anyways, bottom one, Glaber Torres, sack flat right. McCutch scores. Andujar can't stop, won't stop. Get down, baby girls and girls that love us. RBI. How about Gary Sanchez blooping one to right? Voight scores. 3-0 Yankees after one. Sunday in the Bronx. This is going to be cruise control. Beckham homer to left. Beckham again. I'll have another. It's 3-3. Okay. Bullpen discussion that we just had for 10 minutes. Nunez homers to left. Stewart sack fly. Stewart, get out of here. Stewart double to deep right. 6-3 Orioles after eight. That's your final, Jim. Yanks can't get the sweep. They've lost the final game of their last seven series, and it's starting to hurt my soul a little. Yankees win the series 2-3, to three, and they clinch a playoff spot. We're happy. We're happy. <laughs> we're happy. We're happy. We're confused. We're confused. We're worried. We're worried. We're confused, and we're happy. Interested. Interested. Very interested. Suddenly no interest at all. <laughs> interested. Interested. Oh, and very interested. Enthused. Engaged. Very interested. Suddenly, no interest at all. <laughs> Scared. Angry. <laughs> so, oh, well, that's a Kevin Nealon bit, if you guys want it's to It's a good know. Kevin Nealon stand-up. Maybe we'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll make you post something about it, but maybe not either. <laughs> well, that's it for me. I was very great. You guys had a wonderful time. <laughs> good bit. All right, so game three sucked. Hap had like a, a bad start, but it was still five innings pitched, one earned run. 
Um, then the whole bullpen thing we talked about, we won't talk about anymore. But the, the offense gets three runs early uh, with a lot of help. I mean, starting pitcher comes out from a blister. Yeah. Mike Wright gets tapped on the shoulder. He's like, yo, you're pitching. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm not even in the bullpen yet. My, I've been just thinking about dogs all day. I will get in there. So he walks the first two batters, <clears throat> gives up a sack fly, gives up a base hit, gives up a ground out RBI. I don't know what it was, but three runs. And then the Yankees just stop, dude. They, they just stop. It's you scoreless for eight innings against Urias. Four hits, dude. I, like I know we just had a a ten minute for you and me about as heated as we're gonna get discussion about the bullpen. Orioles had twelve hits. Yankees had four. And I feel like there's been a couple games recently where we've been like, ah, the Yankees could have done this. They could have done this. But like, that's a lot of hits. And I know a lot of them are AJ Cole's fault. But it you got to do better than four hits against the O's. Yeah. You do. You do. You right. You right. Do. I don't know what. Dude, to, I don't know what to we, say about that game. We had two hits over eight innings against the Orioles. Like yeah, the offense just lets up, dude. They, they they see these early leads and they kind of just let up. For, pedal no, to the floor, though, bro. The the pedal has the pedal ever been to the floor this season? No, right? No, they just want to turn it on in the postseason. If it works, <laughs> it's genius. If not, everyone's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So okay, just to, to wrap up, stadium before we go to awards. On Boone, on the philosophy of the season, because I think Boone is more like a microcosm and the macro is the whole philosophy of the front office in the season. I think he's doing exactly what the front office wants him to do. I think he's really bad at managing a bullpen. I think they have pre-planned meetings about that, uh, but I think Boone's really bad at managing a bullpen. Yeah, and again, who who knows to what degree Cashman is really in his ear there? Because like like we've said before, that whole, oh, we're down two runs, we're not going to use our good guys – that's not Aaron Boone. <laughs> that's Cashman. That's what we, you and I think. I think that's. I think it's a. There's like a conglomerate. Like there's a front office, an advance party. I don't if think you're the manager, if you're the manager of that team and you're down two runs, I think you still think you can win that game as the manager and want to use your good guys. Yeah, that's where I get caught up because I don't know because we just don't know. It's very frustrating. If it's solely Boone who 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 chooses to not do that with two runs down. Then he's so stupid and bad if that's solely him. But part of me thinks, I don't think it's solely him. I think there's analytic guys. I think they pre-plan everything. We know the best glimpse we got into it is Girardi on the wildcard game last year. They had pre-planned the order of the pen. Like Chad's going to come out first. D-Rob's going to come out second, no matter what inning we're in. They had that ready to go. Which, so, like, it worked, but there's no feel of the game there. There's no matchups. Like, oh, these guys are in. Let's switch. Like, they had it mapped out, and Girardi admitted that and said so. So they have to do some of that. So I don't know who to blame. But I will I will say this, because I, I keep saying it it, it, it all depends on the, the wild card. If we win that, and then we go have a run in the postseason, then maybe, maybe all this rest and this weird strategy and this coasting worked and paid off. Maybe. It did. You can't say it didn't if the postseason is successful. But before that happens, before we open Pandora's box of the wild card, I will say, like, I don't like it. The wild card or the bullpen strategy? No, I mean, more than bullpen, like the rest strategy. Like, it's just not yeah. metal to metal. I don't like it. But I'm, I'm willing to say it worked if it works. 
Yeah. Hey, win the World Series, guys. Well, some people aren't. Some well, some people well, aren't willing well, to say that. <laughs> you win the World Series, do whatever the hell you want out there. What if they repeat last year and they go to Game 7 of the ALCS and lose, or they make it to the World Series and lose? Is that enough for us to say, I guess it worked? No, and this this was my thing before the season, and I, I think I haven't changed my stance on it too much. I mean, baseball, you can only do so much. If if Verlander gets crazy hot and pitches three games in an ALCS, and you're you've basically got you know one if they win one other game, I mean it's you just can't do baseball like that. Um, so we'll we'll see. As you know, I I enjoy the Denver Broncos. They had a funny thing happen when they brought in Peyton Manning, and it was kind of similar circumstances. They. They lost in the playoffs. They brought a new coach, lost in the Super Bowl when everyone said Super Bowl or bust. So then it was kind of that awkward moment. Well, <laughs> we we busted, and then they came back the next year and win it. But I don't. It's it's going to be so interesting to see how this plays out. I'm, I think I've been hiding it, Jim. I'm so scared of the wild card game. We're going to see combined. We're going to see ten plus pitchers. It's like how much of the game is in your control anymore. Wildcard game is very scary. Very scary. We only have two series left. There's only seven games of baseball left in this regular season, which is very sad. Wildcard, very scary. Get past the wildcard, the potential of being past the wildcard into a five-game series, very exciting. And it's, how how hot are we going to be if we win the wildcard game? I, I'm going to ruin the new floors I just had put down in my office here. I'm just going to be stomping with joy. How'd those come out? Floors look great. But now, like, everything's wood. The floor's wood. The walls are wood. The ceiling's wood. I'm just in a brown tinderbox. The walls are being painted mm. soon. Okay, good. What color? White. Nice. I like Which, that. No, that'll make my red face even more red. Well. Then I'll get all the bullies on Twitter talking about my red face. <laughs> sky's blue. <laughs> Sometimes. What, 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 part of the show are, what, what part of the show are we coming up on, Jim? Award! Talking Yanks Awards. First we do Pride of the Yankees, then we do Yankee Motherfucker. Then we do regular old awards. I'm going to go first because it's Sunday, which is the Lord's Day, which is my day. I am Jimmy. My name is John Boy. Here's my award. My Pride of the Yankees goes to Aaron Hicks. Eat bullets, Jake. Wow. Hard not to give Aaron Hicks the Pride of the Yankees in a series in which he had the best offensive numbers and... And on top of that, the walk-off hit. So it was pretty easy, easy decision for me. He only had one at-bat in game three, and he walked. He had more at-bats in the games earlier, but five total, four hits, five runs. That can't be right. Is that right? Five runs? Is that what you're about to say? Did Hicks score four runs in game one? Um, <laughs> you got me double-checking now. Let me I got to double-check that. That can't be right. H- Hicks homers. He scores in the first. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, he had four runs. Yeah, yeah, in game one, he scored four runs. All right. So he had five runs on the three games. That's pretty good. Uh, 800 at batting average. It's only three games. 875 OP. The walk-off hit, which um, he fouled a ball off his foot, which seemed like it was going to hurt his ankle really bad. Instead, he just got right. Didi hurt <laughs> by hitting the walk-off. Not good. Not nice. If, Didi, if, Hicks, if Hicks hit it a little harder, Didi doesn't have to slide, Jake. Right? Did you see that Didi was joking about that? 
Because and now it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didi, it was Hicks hit a shot into left, and Didi goes, "Yeah, Hicks, you know, hit that dribbler to left." And one of the reporters was like, "You know, he he caught that ball pretty good." He's like, "If he hit it better, I wouldn't have had to run so fast." <laughs> yeah, they like giving each other shit. They're always fighting in the dugout and stuff. But all right, he's my pride of the Yankees. Pretty simple, pretty basic. He was the best offensive hitter. Maybe Luke Voigt was better, or maybe Andujar. Those are some good. But Hicks wins walk off. I think we said earlier in the season, if you hit a walk-off, you get an award. There you go, Hicks. Congrats. There you go. Can you name every player that hit a walk-off so far this season? Um, I'd come close just because I saw you post your list of magic moments recently. Oh. All right. I mean, Glaber, Neil. Or Glaber and Neil each have two. Yep. And then Hicks. Gary has one. Yep. I feel like I'm missing one or two, but yeah. Stan and Andujar have one each. Nice. All right. Who's your pride of the Yankees? I'm going to go with Aaron Judge. Wow. Good. Little curveball. Little curveball, but no, I think I, it needs to be I talked like about. Yeah, I like it. Let's hear it. Give me give me it. Give me it. Give me it. Um, He ended up, <laughs> I mean, not the most impressive stat line because he ended up sitting for most of today, but he goes two for six. Three walks, which is big. <laughs> and with with McCutcheon doing what he's been doing at top of the lineup, and Hicksy, I guess, too. Um, so 556 OBP, which is a little skewed, but I mean he's he's huge to this team. Did he's you <laughs> did you see the stat I tweeted out that the Yankees have five players in the top twenty in all of major league baseball at pitches per plate appearance? I didn't see that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Yankees baseball. Hicks, Judge, Gardy, McCutcheon, Stanton. They're all four points up in pitches per plate appearance. They're all in the top 20 for the MLB. And know, know it's going to be interesting? Because, and I mean, this is a little heavy baseball talk we don't have to fully dive into. But with bullpens where they're at, I feel like that's less impressive than it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you used to get to a reliever in the fifth inning, you'd be like, okay, game time. Now, every team brings out someone who's throwing 98 with a wipeout slider. Unless you're the Yankees, you bring out Cole. (laughs) (laughs) Ya boy. (laughs) Don't set me up. Did you hear the quote Judge had uh, that uh, he pulled uh, uh, Brendan Cudi, Cudi, I don't know how to say his name. Said uh, Judge said he pulled aside Luke Voigt during the celebration and said, we wouldn't be in this position right now if it wasn't for you. You coming over here, I know it was a slow start, but you picked it up and you picked us up. when we And when we needed the big hit, you came through to us. So everyone's saying that that's Judge's captain moment. I mean, Judge is a leader on this team. I, I, I think the fan base has, has pushed Judge into the captain role, whether he naturally wanted to do it or not. Yeah, I mean, barring something pretty bad, he's he's what two years away from official. I don't know. It took maybe a World Series away. Maybe a World Series and an extension it took Jeter seven years to be named. He was younger when he came up, though. Yeah, he was. He was like four years younger. Judge is old, old piece of shit. <laughs> younger than Voight. <laughs> younger than Voight. Yeah, that's pretty true. You got some old rookies. <laughs> Voight's under contract for like six more years. 
Me 35. Like, okay, I'm a free agent now. I'm ready to get paid. <laughs> Those, that's, the, that's the age you retire at, Voight. All right. Um, Yankee motherfucker. Um, I mean, mine's going to call. No way. Hate, mine's going to call. We won't do it. We did the whole pot on it. I hate that he exists. I hate, I mean, I, I, wish, I wish he could paint himself invisible so Boone would forget he existed. Wow. A lot of depressed people probably like wish that invisible paint. Hey, you mentioned Canley. And we I again I haven't looked at this yet, but Cole's probably not on the postseason roster, right? Cole on the postseason roster? <laughs> I'll f- I I'll I'm, fight you I through the computer screen. Jake. I know I'm I know I'm asking the wrong guy, <laughs> but what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I have to look at the roster. I don't okay, know. Okay, relievers. Chapman, Batances. Okay, no, no. I know the guys, Jim. Well, how would Cole you, possibly they might fit like, on it? They might like him more than Canely. Canely's throwing 92 mile per hour I fastball. don't think either of them are on the postseason roster. I don't think so either, but we've been surprised by a lot of things this year, okay? I think Tarpley might get that eighth. I think Tarpley might get that eighth spot. Is he even eligible? That's a good question. They're I don't bit, think he is. They've been auditioning him. Like, they bring him in for a lefty, and then they'll get him out. So they've been, like, auditioning him for that lefty role. But that poses a good question. I, he came up right away. Right, but I, I still think that's part of the problem. I think you're supposed to be up before that. Yeah, there's so many stipulating rules on that, though. That's interesting, though. But if he's eligible, I think he might take that eighth spot with Lance Lynn being the fifth starter long man. Right, we can do would a whole make, would would make a lot of sense to to get the final lefty out of an inning or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah, but we can do a whole show on postseason roster and all that. Could Mike could Cole's my motherfucker, and everyone that ever chooses we're shocked. Everyone that ever chooses to throw him, call me shocked. Shocked, you're up. Who's your who's your motherfucker? <laughs> um. I'm gonna. I'm half gonna cop out because it's been an angry app. I'm gonna go Hicks. He should have hit that ball harder, so Didi never gets hurt. Wow, is that the first? Is that the first? Um, you like that pride and motherfucker all in one? I actually don't think it is. No, I think we did, we've, we've done that once or twice. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> it's not. I I we we've been mean to a lot of guys i mean who, who are the other options like mccutcheon didn't have a great series kind of is what it is lance lynn lance will make them dance um no dude i'm i mean yes and no you only went three innings yeah but dude do you see that you see that scoop at home though i love that yeah especially in comparison who uh there's a pitcher that tried to do something baseball athletic. Re- well, Dellen's throw home, but yeah, I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Can't talk about that. AJ, AJ Cole. How about, how about that? Screw it. You're doubling down. You're doing AJ yeah, Cole with yeah. me. I'll, I'll, I'll feed, I'll feed, feed the beast on that one. Man, awards are kind of hard because my mind is so much more on like the whole picture right now than the individuals. Like during the season, the whole picture is way too big to focus on because you're so like in the middle of the season. But 
and you can easily just talk about guys. Like every award, I want to be some spinoff of the big picture. Like I want to give Didi a get well, please award. So I'm going to do that. Get well, please award. Because I know you think we're fine without <laughs> That's him. your first award? It's my first award. It's just like I'm so worried about Didi. Get well, please, Didi. Please be able to play through the pain. Spend every second that you're not feet on field with your hand in a bucket of ice. Just cortisone, cortisone. Cor- do what you got to do. Just please. Oh, please don't be hurt, Didi. So what's um and you're I think you're actually pretty good at this. What what's your gut saying? Do we see Didi play again? No. Wow. I mean, in, Yankees have had some bad luck with injuries. The, they said Judge was three weeks. Um, yeah, I think Didi's done. It's tough. Hope well, um, hope I'm wrong. That's why I'm giving him the get well soon award. That's how worried I am. Yeah, and again, I, uh, I'll i I'll run through the quick <laughs> backup plan and stats again just because I, I kind of burned it before. I think Glaber ideally moves to short against righties with Neil Walker at second, which I think is serviceable. We're losing something, but not this is why we lost, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> but one bad ground ball in in that game. Anyways... Um, and yeah, Danny Echeverry is in like 342 against lefties and he can really pick it. So we, uh, we, we have some options. Nice. Okay. It, I mean, Hey, it, and again, I know we, sometimes we give cash a lot of junk. Having that as your backup plan for losing your starting shortstop who's on pace for, you know, 30 home runs. That's not a bad safety net. Mm-hmm. Who's your first regular old award? I'm going to give the this can't be real award. I know who gets it. It's Luke who do Voigt. You think gets it? Luke Voigt. Louis Linwood Voigt. AJ Cole gets the award. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So here's my thing. So <laughs> Luke Voigt's still hitting, which blowing my mind. I mean, he... He didn't go nut job this series, but he had another home run, which I feel like we've said about every series. A bomb, um, too. An absolute bomb, right? Center, 250, 333 on the series. He had caught the line drive, which saved game two, which, again, how, ug- how ugly would this be right now if we'd lost that? But, this, Jim, here's my thing, and I, you know, I wouldn't say I'm a baseball historian, but <laughs> how many guys have come up, gone nut job like this, and then just had, like, a solid ten year career. You know what I'm saying? Not a lot. I know that I know that's like an unfair question, but <laughs> not a and lot. That's that's it's it's gotten so good that it has me concerned almost. <laughs> like like if he stopped and he started being okay, I'd be like, all right, Luke Voigt. But now he's <laughs> it's out of control. It's gonna be so interesting to see how it plays out. I just hope it lasts for another month and a week. Right, and that that'll be very interesting. And I I want to say something I said a few episodes ago. The best thing for Greg Bird would be Luke Voigt continuing to play well. Because if Luke Voigt does slip up the next couple weeks, then they bring in someone else to play first base. Yeah, but if Voigt stays good, then they roll. The then they're like, the okay, we'll we'll roll it out with Luke Voigt and see if Greg Bird can be fixed. Which is a very ridiculous situation. How's Reese Hopkins' year? Oh, pretty good. He's doing really well. Yeah. How is? I mean, he was he was a big prospect though. 
yeah, I guess they're all going to be big prospects that I'm going to pull up. I was going to do Puig next. Yeah. Interesting situation with Puig. Been in the league for six years already. It's nuts. Yeah, real <laughs> talk about roller coaster. Was last year when he got sent down to AAA for a little bit? I think so. So here's my award, Jake. And it kind of okay. you kind of spun me right into it with your Voight and Bird talk. And okay. I and I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna do it because uh you know, just gotta do what you want to do sometimes. <clears throat> this is the don't ever don't ever have a bad year and and work on your defense award. Uh, okay. Okay. That dude? That dude. And you are. Because <clears throat> he has been probably the MVP of the team this season. He's so good. The fan base loves him. He's a rookie. Came up, just dominated, hit for average, hit for power, slapped the ball around so hard. Yeah, defense isn't great. But, hey, that'll improve as he gets older, as he matures as a baseball player. The fan base loves Andy Har with all their heart, and they should. Now, you throw it back two years, and you change the name Andy Har for Gary Sanchez, and it's the same exact conversation. But now this fan base literally hates, hates Gary Sanchez more than they ever, ever could. As if he was never a player who had a 300 batting average in one in his rookie season with 20 home runs and 12 doubles and 42 RBIs and a 1.032 OPS. As if Gary Sanchez didn't have a 278, 345, 33 home run season last year in his second year. So Anduhar, we got a fickle as fuck fan base. You're not allowed to have an off year. So stay good forever. Now, I'll pull it back. That's an annoying thing to say. My point is, the amount of hate Gary gets, and, and he's having it a god-awful season, and I'm not trying to defend the season. It's, it's bizarre. It's so weird. People act as if he's never done anything before. Like, he wasn't, he's, like, hasn't proven for two seasons that he is, like, the real deal. Love that your Andujar award turned into Gary Sanchez defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But isn't that wild? Like, if you told an Andujar lover yeah. right now, hey, I bet you were saying the same thing about Gary two years ago, they'd be like, no, fuck that. I never liked Gary. I always knew he was a fraud. I'm, I, the part that's unbelievable, and Sterling had some great words on this today because I think he was batting 182 to start the game. It's like 0 and, for uh, his last 27 until he got hit today. John Sterling said it's literally unimaginable in a game where you think anything can happen. That's baseball. That's the wild card game. That's everything we've talked about. I I mean, if you you literally couldn't picture this, like if you said if you said Gary was hitting even two fifteen, not not great, but you could be like, yeah, you could Gary Sanchez could have a bad year and some bad breaks, and that's how it plays out. If you said you know Gary's and I, you're not gonna like this, but. This is more imaginable that if Gary's defense at catcher this year somehow became unplayable, that would have been more realistic than him hitting 182. But here we are. Yep, here we are. He he was up to 283 with five games to go last year, but then it dropped down to 278. Gary, but yeah, it just it just um, I don't know. It's annoying that a guy like he, he's having a terrible year, but. For people to constantly say the the amount of things they say and like to f- like we hey Gary 
will be the catcher at the end at next year, and hopefully he goes back to the guy who proven is a is a proven talent. And we'll see next well, year. And if you have uh, a noticeable flaw in professional sports, if you if you're Rajon Rondo, you can't shoot. If you're Gary Sanchez, you have trouble blocking balls. Everyone focuses on that because you're a professional athlete and you're so good at doing everything else that they say, why can't you do that, blah, blah, blah. And then if anything else happens, then when it rains, it pours. Oh, I told you, this guy couldn't even block a ball. Now he's terrible. He's lazy. (laughs) And, yeah, again, here we are. Here we are. All right, your next regular old award. That segues me into the other guy award. Mm. Who's that? Glaber Torres, man. Okay. And so John Sterling also said this beautifully today, and it's something that's been discussed, but I guess I I never really looked into it. To be young, good, and on a, a competitive Yankees team doesn't happen a lot. They, they compared... And he said the only two guys in recent memory were Cano and Melky coming up, which is kind of funny looking back on now. But yeah, I mean, it. I, obviously we appreciate what these guys have done as young players, but to have two of them doing it in the same year for a good Yankees team is something that's pretty special. And man, if Didi is out, <laughs> Glaber Torres' role on this team went from be boring and do good things the rest of the year and play it out to <laughs> you. You've got to be part of the heart and soul of this team. Yeah. You, you got to live a, <laughs> and <laughs> dude, almost, I don't want to say unfair. Um, oh, we've got a Andrew, situation. Okay. Two out two two count bottom nine lefty for uh, the A's up. I think this, this, We'll see how they line up the um, starting pitcher tomorrow because Boone hasn't said. I think if Oakland loses, they're going to do a bullpen day tomorrow because they're just so comfortable with their lead. Here we go. Two outs, 2-2 two, two count, 26 pitch coming for the Twins. High. All right. I don't want to do every pitch. I was just hoping that was the one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Um, <laughs> dude, Glaber, 116 games, 23 homers, 72 RBIs, 277 batting average, 344 OBP, 832 OBS, playing second base. And it's it's gone, it's been swept under the rug for a couple months because of how good Andujar's been. And so, dude, if he has to move to shortstop, and if he can pick it and still, I know I ran through those numbers kind of quick, his 162-game average for Glaber would be a 32-home run season, 101 RBIs. So that's, and again, we're talking about this guy as the second rookie on our team who might have to jump in and be our starting shortstop going forward. So uh, let's let's see it, Glaber. Go, Glaber, go. Swing and a miss. A's lose. Probably going to see Sonny Gray and bullpen day in Tampa from the Yankees. The fun. The fun. Our- hey, Sonny, just do one of those random eight-inning pitch, three-hit starts. Yeah, one of those, you know. You used to do them a lot. Yeah. All right. That ends regular old awards. Now we're going to go into the newest segment, the series stimulator. Stimulator. Yeah, gross. Simulator. <laughs> um, now, this segment's brought to you by Outside the Park Baseball. 
uh, video out of the game, park, yeah. out of the park base baseball, a simulator baseball game. You can run franchises. Jake can tell you more about it. But I'm gonna say, last episode we did this. You simulated with this current Yankees and all their current stats and that current Baltimore, all their current stats. And the simulator said that the Yankees were going to win game two with a walk-off. And they said Giancarlo was going to hit the walk-off. The batter that hit right after Giancarlo Hicks actually got it done. But that is wild as shit. But they also said we were going to sweep. So I was counting on that and they didn't sweep. So the game, the game can't factor in AJ Cole. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, and I'll I'll give my quick rundown. Isla Park Baseball, cool guys. I've talked to them, talked about them throughout the season. We ended up talking to them. They gave us a discount code, Talking Yanks, if you can remember that. But yeah, check them out. It's a fun simulation baseball game. Test different theories. Get, you know, try getting all relievers. Be the future of baseball. Get the best outfield you can think of and only fly ball pitchers. Move Glaber Torres to short. Write it out. Get Gary Sanchez on a catcher. He can't catch. Anyways, um, so we, I've, I've been simulating. We're simulating the rest of the series. Jim, this is not a joke. I'll, I'll send you the screenshot. <laughs> in, in the game, we're on a seven-game win streak. We, we, we sweep Tampa. Oh, um, great. Fantastic. Jim All four Carlo games. Has, we, they they Jim, simulated a four-game sweep? Yeah. Wow. Uh and so here's here's a couple. Giancarlo has a two home run game in one of the games, which we've been waiting for that. So I mean that'll again just write it down and that'll happen. And then the other thing is there's one of the games has a big Greg Bird home run. So hey, hey, I don't know. <laughs> do you? They're really putting games. Birds getting at bats. <laughs> hey man, it's rest. <laughs> it's it's rest. They got Boone's philosophy in there. We're in rest mode. Okay, cool. Well, if you want to go. Go get out out of the park. Oh, did we get some reviews? Aren't we giving a copy away? Yeah, I'm giving a copy away right now, and we will keep this running um, again. I think, so, okay, so we said last week, if you give a five-star review and you just mention uh, Out of the Park Baseball, that we will give away one copy of the game for free. If For everyone that doesn't win, go get it for 10% off. If you want to try and win again next week, we can give it away. We're giving away another one. I want you to go leave a five-star review and give your prediction of the um, give your prediction of the four-game outcome. Okay. Okay. All right. And then if you predict it right, your name will if there's mo- multiple people that predict it right, I'll pick I'll pick one. But here we go. We got a couple that left it and we're going to give the free do 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 to um well um they just put their name down as ah. Good name. A H H H exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. Ah. <laughs> so you won. Ah. They also listen. They also listen to laughs from, name. from the past. They also listen to laughs from the past, which is our mine and Jake's history and comedy podcast. So thanks for letting me shout that out in your review. You think Oz a family name? Ah. Yeah, my, my grandpa was named Ah, so now I am too. <laughs> Grandpa's dad and mom were both dumb and mute. Helen Keller's. Tough. That is tough. Imagine not being able to communicate at all. That's the end of the show. 
Anything else? Anything about the upcoming Tampa series? It's it's kind of a big test. Nothing matters, but I want it to matter. We're doing bullpen you said, day. You said you're not. You said you're not going to get frustrated. We're doing bullpen day, Jake. Yeah. They're throwing all their relievers, but they wouldn't. Oh, but they wouldn't throw the that's, good ones. Maybe that's why they wouldn't throw the good ones every day in this series when they could have they could have used D-Rob and Chad to lock down game three when it was only a two-run game hope that the offense gives you a bigger cushion if not then you go to Sessa or Canely or Tarpley and piece it together in the eighth and ninth it's so easy it's such an easy strategy use your good guys for as long as you can and if you run out then cross your fingers but why just give it up in the sixth inning but now we're going to just use the bullpen what what's the bullpen day going to be our good guys or our secondary guys? Because we're starting Sonny. I think it's going to be a secondary bullpen day. I think we're going to see a full punt in this Tampa series. I think we're going to see Sonny Gray to Tarpley to Canely to Sheffield to Cole to Lasagna to Sessa. It's going to be fun. Sounds like it's going to be good for your blood pressure. But nothing matters, Jake. So, like, it's – I hate – Can't get too high or too low. I hate – There's going to be one game – in a sport that one game is impossible to predict and putting all the chips on the table. So, oh, last year, I went and listened to our episode after when there was only two series to go last year. Okay. I got to say this. For everyone that listened to us last year at that time, you guys are awesome because I think it was a pretty subpar podcast. I was like, this sucks. Wow. Um, I think we've gotten a lot better. We've added burns. We've added stuff. I think we've gotten a lot better. We really didn't hit our stride until we started doing postseason games. But anyway, I was trying to figure out our vibe. Okay. And the division wasn't locked up yet. Like nothing was clinched. And there was like a miraculous way that we could have won the division in the last two series. We didn't, obviously. But... I was realizing that this situation that we're in and recency bias and confirmation bias is obviously a huge thing, but it's so irritating because the only thing that's guaranteed is we have a one game thing. If home field was guaranteed, you know what? Like if we had a big enough lead that home field was guaranteed, we'd be fine. Red Sox are fine. Indians are fine. A's are kind of fine because like they're still going for their division. And hey, if they don't get to the division, they have the wild card game. And then who? Yeah, who, they they kind of blew their division in their recent stretch. Yeah, but well, it's like three games with six to play. But the yeah. but the A's weren't expected to do anything. They're like the Twins last year. Right, they're playing with house money. They're like full house money. So I I don't know about the National League at all, but we got to be in the in the most confusing spot you can be in in the current setup. Like being N- in the N- wild card. NL N- o- West and Central have some good stuff going on. Yeah, but I do. Hey, sorry. <laughs> but don't you know what? Like our spot is so confusing because okay, great, we got the wild card locked up, but now we have home field to worry about, and then and then in the end, we're putting all this thought and worry into a one game crapshoot playoff that we don't even know who's pitching yet. Last year we knew Sevy was going to be pitching in it. There was no other option. Chad Green starter. Ah. <sighs> My God. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Go leave a five-star review. 
leave your prediction for this four-game set in Tampa. Remember that they have speakers and catwalks that hang in the ceiling. When Clint Frazier was still a part of the team, they robbed him. Remember that we play really bad down there. And remember that we're doing a bullpen day. And remember that Didi's out. And remember that nothing matters. And then make hey, and then make hey, your and then make your hey, prediction. But no, hey. I'm con- if we win the wild card game, Jake, I'm confident going into the ALDS. I'm just not confident that they care about anything else. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.